Welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers, giving you the motivation and inspiration you need to make the most of your later years. Whether you're still in the planning stages or you're several years in, we'll share stories from boomers who refuse to act their age and continue to live a life inspired. Let them show you how being old can be new if you know what to do with your host, Terry Lorbeer. Hello and welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers. My guest today is D.R. Faye. DR's company, Mouthy Broad Media, combines her love of podcasting with her passion for editing, graphic design, strategy, and everything that makes up the production side of the business. DR says it's my job not only to make sure that your message is up front and center, but also that your airtime is used efficiently. Welcome, DR. How are you today? Thank you, Terry. I am great. So today you and I are going to be talking about some like inside stuff because Good. you have a podcast mm-hmm. and I work on podcasts. So this is kind of opening up the mystery of how, you know, of what goes on behind what people are actually listening to every day. Right. And I think so many people are kind of scared there might be thinking that they'd love to do one, but they're afraid. For instance, we'll start with this. I went to a family picnic over the weekend and I mentioned that I'm kind of getting out of real estate. I'm doing my podcast. That's my new thing in retirement, my podcast. So he, he said to his wife, as I was going, leaving that night, I'm walking Terry out to the car. (laughs) We're on our way out to the car and he goes, I'm dying to do a podcast. How hard is it? What do you need? I'm like, it's not hard. You need a computer and a microphone. The mic can be under a hundred bucks, not a big deal. That's really all you need. So right. it was real. So he's going to get in touch with me and we're going to talk more. So I'm guessing there's a lot more people out there like that. Yeah. And I will tell you that the biggest mistake that people make when they first start a podcast is they underestimate the what goes on behind a successful podcast. Now, I specialize in the kind of podcasts that are, which well, business-oriented. So if you've written a book and you want to sell the book, you have a podcast. If you are in a service industry where you need clients, Mm -hmm. some people build a podcast around that. So I, that's my forte. There are other podcasts like the true crime podcasts and the romance podcasts, things like that. Right. I don't do those. My expertise lies in the selling. And the biggest mistake people make is underestimating what goes into a successful podcast. So there's the editing. Terry, what's the first thing you did when you got rid of the editing? Hey, right. to edit. And I really was not good at it. So I formed it out. Absolutely. It's important. And you'll hear, Mm -hmm. you'll hear hosts say, oh man, we like the live thing. The audience will love how raw it is and how real it is. They'll go on the journey with us. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Because sometimes live does not make for the best content. Okay. The, can you imagine the technical difficulties that people go through and blah, 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 blah. So yeah, you want to edit. And also show notes are really, really important too, because there are people that maybe have hearing difficulties, maybe have the brain injuries where they can't take information 
at the pace that it's given. So they have to read it. So show notes, transcripts are really, really important strategy. How is this podcast going to make money? Strategy is really important. So that's all things that a podcast manager slash producer will do for you. And so that's what I do. That's what Mouthy Broad Media does is I do all the strategy for you. I do the editing. I do the show notes. I do all of that for you. And all you have to worry about is just getting on that mic and talking. That's usually why people get into podcasting in the first place. They get all excited about, oh, I'm going to interview all my friends and my family, and I'm going to give so much value to the listeners. And pretty soon they start to run out of family and friends, and they start to say, oh, my gosh, who am I going to get? Who am I going to get? Well, that's called, that's called guest management, and that's what I do, too. I find those guests for you. I vet them because you want to make sure that they can put one word in front of another. You want to make sure that their accent isn't so thick that people are not going to understand. You want to make sure that they can just speak well and get their point across. So guest management is something that I also do. If you are selling a book, if you are selling an online course, or if you need clients, these are all really, really good reasons to have a podcast. So when you think of a podcast, there are two vital positions. There is on the mic, that's for the extroverts like you and me. I'm an extrovert as well, but there's behind the mic. And that's perfect for introverts. I'm not an introvert, but I love working behind the mic, doing all those things that I said before. And it's just a really vital thing. People get burnt out if they start to do it. You, you tried the editing on your own for a little bit. You knew that it was going to burn you out. And you immediately said, I got to outsource this. That is a smart podcaster. I did it almost very quickly. I think I tried to do three or four on my own. And my daughter could help me, but she's got a life of her own. She can't do my editing. So very quickly, I farmed that out. That was... Yeah. The first the rule thing and thumb, very quickly. Yep. Right. The rule of thumb when it comes to editing is that it could take for however long your podcast is, mm-hmm. let's say it's a half hour, mm-hmm. it could take anywhere from two to four times as long as what the actual podcast is. So a half hour could take up to two hours to edit. It was taking me way longer. <laughs> way longer. I'm like, forget it. I can't do it. And I don't like to do it. I love to talk, obviously. Right. So that this is perfect. But so the editing and I don't mind looking for people to interview and things like that. So I'll do that too. But the editing was one thing I just can't do. But there are other people out there that really don't want to do anything other than get on the mic. That's all they want to do. Right. That's what they dream of. That's the that's their romanticism thing with podcasts. I just want to get on the mic. I want to talk. I have a lot of value that I can give to listeners. And then all that other stuff starts to bog you down. The social media, the promotion, all that other stuff. Right. It's all very involved. It's not easy. I do go on like LinkedIn every day and do a post about whatever that my podcast is for that week. So all week long, I'm promoting the person I talked to on Monday, but I'm doing that. Now you can do it like on a Sunday night for the whole week, but I haven't gotten to that point yet. There's so much to learn, but you know what? It's exciting as a boomer to be able to do this and to keep learning. It keeps your brain alert, right? Ooh. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a boomer. Right. And I started this business a year ago when I was 61. I'm 62 now. Very good. And I already have a couple of clients. I went through a program, an online program called the Podcast Manager Program, PMP. And I love it so much. The creator of this podcast management program, Lauren, she is right there. Whenever you have a question, right there. It also, getting into the program also allows you into the private Facebook group. And we are all family. We just have virtually joined hands and we buck each other up and we congratulate each other. We all share each other's wins and losses. And and it's not like I've I have enrolled in some courses that you never see the creator. You ask questions and you're like, where is the where is my answer? I need an answer. And you never see them. That is not the situation with this one. She is boom right there. So I'm a big proponent of this. And also, I'm an affiliate. I'm going to be up front. I'm an affiliate. So if anyone wants to learn how to be a podcast manager mm-hmm. and wants to go through this program that I did, Great. I will. It'll probably be in your notes, Terry, right? In your show notes. And I can. Yes, it'll be in my show notes. Absolutely. Right. And I can give you, if you will hopefully click on the link and it right. you will be amazed. It's so great. It's a family, that's for sure. And I just, I really love being creative in my retirement years. I mean, I feel energized. I feel like my mind is always working. How can I get this client in front of so-and-so? Right now, I have a pediatrician that's a client, and she specializes in kids' mental health. Ah, huge right now. Huge. Yeah. And next month is Suicide Awareness Month. So I am pinging with the ideas of what I can do for her. I have another client who is a business consultant, business coach, She's Mm -hmm. amazing. So I I swing from one to the other and it's so invigorating. It's so great. And you're as busy as you want to be. If you don't want to be that busy, have one client. You can freelance. It's freelance, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Make make your own hours. Do it when you want to do it. Absolutely. And if you go on my website, you will see where I have a little blurb in there, an audio blurb that says, hey, look at my website as like an a la carte menu. If you want just to be pitched to other podcasts as a guest speaker, that's great. If you want just social media assets like the audiograms and the quote cards, that's great. I can do that too. So a lot of people get carried away and they just look at my packages because I have a, a bunch of set packages with a price. Don't get your heart beating too hard on that. Just <laughs> <Right>. you <know. laughs> don't get your don't get your blood Relax. pressure up. <laughs> if you have just one thing that you need, I could do that. Right, absolutely, and that's so good. That's so good. Now, when before I started my, and I started my podcast at seventy, and I just turned seventy-two, 
So we're 10 years apart, which is very interesting. So really from 62 to 72, they're 10 years. If you're not still working somewhere else, there's a lot of stuff you can do. And you will be able to be healthier and happier if you're active and involved in something that is a passion of yours. And you found your passion. I found my passion. There's lots of other people out there with other passions. One of the first ones that I interviewed when I first started was my daughter's sister-in-law. And she started making jewelry when her father died because she was so distraught and she kind of put all that creative energy into making jewelry and putting like intentions into the jewelry. It's amazing. It's amazing. So that's what she did. And she was in her early sixties. So she started doing that and it was a really good way for her to get through the grief. So, you know, everyone's different. Everyone has something unique. And if you're talking about someone with another business, because a lot of us boomers have them, right? Side hustles. We might want to do a podcast to promote it, but we don't have time to do all the rest. We really don't. Correct. We'll do that podcast, but the rest we need to farm out. Right. And the way that I even got into this whole podcast management thing is I used to be a jazz singer. I traveled all over Asia singing jazz, but uh, kicker, I hate traveling. I really? hate it. I hate being on the <laughs> wow. road. I hate it. I want yeah. my own pillow. I want my own kitchen. I want it's my true. own bathroom. I want to be yeah. surrounded by my animals. Yeah. So I just really hate it. And so I thought, well, what can I do? And still be involved in the music industry, but not have to travel. I know. I'll move to the songwriting capital of the world. So I'm here in Nashville, Tennessee. And then you just have to make a pivot. I made a pivot into corporate the regular nine to fiver. And man, I got so, I got so disillusioned. I mean, I got disillusioned. And it was the pandemic that gave me time to think, what do I really want to do? I'd been listening to podcasts for many years while I was in the corporate part of it, but I was listening to it with a critical ear. I was saying, man, that audio is horrible. What is, what's up with that? Or man, that that was a stupid question. Why did they ask that? Or this guest can't even speak clearly. Why did they have them on? So I started listening with a critical ear and I thought, yes. you know what? I think I can make money at this. Right. This is my niche. Right. You knew it. You knew right. it. Yep. Yep. Right. So that's how I got into it in the first place. Well, wow. you know, last year in August, I went to Nashville for the very first time. There was a podcast convention there. You missed it. It was yeah. last August. That was that was the podcast movement. I was there. Oh, yes. were you? I was there too. I missed you. Okay. I loved it. I was there. It was really great. Met a lot of great people. Yep. That yep. hotel is damn big, isn't it, girl? Oh my God. <laughs> one night, I have to tell you, one night, it is so huge. It's beautiful, but it is so big. Oh, I was walking so many steps. By the end of right. the day, I was exhausted. So one night I got back to my room and it was so far from everything else. I get to my room. I lost my key. I'm like, oh, oh and it's like a three no. miles. Away. I have to walk three miles back to the front desk <laughs> to get a new. Oh my God. I tried calling on my cell phone. It didn't go through because I was going to make them bring me one. I couldn't yeah. connect with the desk. So I had to walk. It felt like oh. it wasn't three miles, but it's a huge hotel. Right. Get my key. She goes, Is there anything I can do for you? I go, Yeah. Drive me back. But That's she couldn't right. do that. 
I'll get you water. So she gave me water. I was so tired that night. All I wanted to do was open the door and go to bed. Right. And then I had to go up and get a new key. It was awful. But right. I got my so key anyone going to the Opperland Hotel, do yourself a favor. Get yourself a little pedometer and yes. hook it on to you. Because you will not believe, believe how, how many, many steps. steps you get in. Oh, my God. It is amazing, right? It is amazing. Yep. <laughs> but it was fun. And I had been dying to go to that hotel. I had yeah. something planned there like 10 years ago. And then that fell through. And I kept thinking, I got to go. I got to go. And then that came up. And I, that was my very first podcast convention. And I said, I'm going. These in-person meetups. Oh, they're the best. Is amazing. They are the best because you learn so much. You start seeing podcasters that you've been listening to for a while. You are so impressed that you're even there, that you're even in the same room and you kind of walk a little taller. You kind of think, "Hey, I belong here." It is amazing the transformation, the mindset transformation that happens. Right. And do you see this beautiful mic? I do. I won this at the convention. This is a $300 mic. Yes, it is. And they started getting into coloring it for people. So I picked purple. Oh, awesome. (laughs) You used to all come in black. I said, I want purple. So they made it for me and then shipped it out. I was so excited. Awesome. It's a great, great microphone. So (laughs) I had a ball. And the person who mentored me was John Lee Dumas. And him and his wife were on the stage quite a bit. That's he's he's the guy. He's the guy. He's the top. I mean, yes, yes, he is the guy. He makes millions. Yes, he does. Yeah, that I have to go there. But he was a very good mentor. But again, he kept saying, at some point, you just have to jump in and start. Right. Because you'll get nervous and you wait and you wait. Don't worry about being perfect. Just jump in. Yes. Yes. If you wait till you're perfect, you're never, ever going to do it. Because you learn by doing. This is something you learn by doing. That's right. Jump in and start treading water right away. Absolutely. Which is exactly what I did. And I got better. And believe it or not, my number 20, episode 21, I was able to get, oh God, the name went right out of my head. Bobby Rydell. Isn't that awful? It's just oh, the, yeah, yeah. The I interviewed Bobby Rydell and it was only my 21st episode. So I was still pretty green, but I emailed him on Facebook. I left, like, like left him a message and he said, I would love to do it. He didn't even check me out. He just said, yes. He said, email my wife and she'll set it up. And we did it. And I'm so grateful because he passed away the last April. Yeah. Uh, so I got him in forever. before that. Yes, forever. Not only was, you have that forever, his family has that forever. Yes, yes. But he did go on a lot of podcasts, but it was a lot of fun. We talked for an entire hour because I grew up in Philly. He grew up in South Philly. I grew up in Mount Airy, which is north. And so everything that he did growing up, I knew. Like all the nightclubs he went to with his father, they were all places I was well aware of. So it was just so much fun to talk to him. So I'm really excited that I got that. So sometimes people think, oh, I'm brand new. No one will want to be interviewed by me. But believe me, there's people out there. You start with people, but then pretty soon there are people out there that will start coming to you. But if you ask even famous people, some of them will say yes. That's a great lesson. Not all of them. Yeah. But some of them will. Yeah. So squeaky wheel gets the oil, right? That's right. Absolutely. You can't be afraid to ask. So So cool. 
it is an exciting business. It's a lot of fun. And it's something like I set up times that are convenient for me to interview people. Like, just like you did, I sent out my Calendly invite. Right. And then you picked a time that worked for you from my schedule. Right. So it's working today for both of us. So you can really pick it. Like some people just do podcast on one day a week, or some mm-hmm. people might have a couple days. Like you can make your own hours and do what you want, which <laughs> makes it so perfect for us baby boomers. Right. I want to back up just a little bit because you were talking about, I sent my Calendly invite. There might be some listeners out there that don't even know know what what that that is. is. (laughs) Right. So I want to back up this course that I belong to, that I took, that I'm part of. This teaches you all the little nooks and crannies. And here's the big thing. You don't have to be embarrassed about asking a question in this course. No. There's not going to be a single person to roll their eyes and say, oh my God, are you kidding me? Don't ask that. <laughs> There's not going to be a single person nope. in this course that does nope. this because we we all know what it's like to be brand new, not know the jargon. Sometimes it's the jargon that yes. really screws me yes. up. I'm like, God almighty, what does that mean? What does that mean? I don't right, know what that means. Right. And I, I go into my group and I say, y'all what does this mean? And they go, and they put, oh, I know what that means. A lot of times you already know what it means. You just didn't know what it was called. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I just got an email today from someone and said, do you want to increase your DR? It wasn't DR, it was some other initials. And I'm like, what are they talking about? So I Googled it. And I'm like, oh, of course I know what that is, but they're using the the shortcut. And I don't, I didn't know what that was. So yeah. Right. Yeah. So there is a lot of jargon that you'll learn along the way, but it's right. see, it's not difficult. And like you, like I said, editing for me was very difficult, so I farmed it out. Right. You make sure that you outsource before your burnout yes, happens. Yes. Yes. Statistically, stati- and you are in the minority. I am. Statistically, if you are a DIY podcaster. Right. Your episode, your show will only last for about seven or eight or nine episodes. I know. And then you start to say, holy moly, man, this is just taking up all my time. I I need to be in, reintroduced to my spouse. Right. I don't know who my kids are anymore. <laughs> I have no life. Right. So the trick is to outsource before you get to that point. Absolutely. And I went going in knowing it was going to be a lot more work than people think. I knew that. Like with real estate, a lot of people get into real estate. It's so much fun. You show people homes, you do this and that. Real estate is very time consuming. People just think it's this part-time thing you do. Very time consuming. You're going to be working on weekends, on holidays, Christmas, you could be trying to negotiate a deal. So you're always working. So you have to know that going, it is a lot of fun. It is interesting, but it's a lot of work and I'm burnt out there. So I'm like, but I've been doing it 17 years. So I don't burn out that fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I said, yeah, now exactly. it's time to kind of get out of there. <laughs> Let's go to podcasts. You know those simple yeah, hacks, right. those daily hacks. Right, yeah. right. And podcasting, I'm <laughs> Coming up in October on my second full year. Oh, awesome. So October will be two full years. You have to think of something really special I do. to do, I do, like a giveaway or something, right? On my one-year anniversary, I had a man from Australia had written a book. So he gave me 10 copies of his book to give away. 
autograph. Yes. Which was really cool. Awesome. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, but I have to think, and I'm getting up on it. So I'm going to have to start thinking because I. So, okay. So here's an idea that I give to some of my clients. Mm -hmm. Have people do a review. Okay. Of your show. Okay. And each person who does a review, just assign a number to them. Okay. You assign the number one through however many people do a review. And then while you're recording, ask Alexa, Alexa, give me a number between one and however many people there are. And that's your winner. Maybe a, you know, a a giveaway of Starbucks or Amazon Amazon is good. Yeah. 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 Good. good. So, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And you can do that while you're on air, which makes it even more effective. Who said the A word? Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) My husband in his man cave, we call, I call her, ask your girl what time it is. (laughs) That's how we refer to her. Right. Oh my God. That's so funny. So funny. (laughs) But yeah, there's so many exciting things to do. And I would never want to be behind the mic because that's not my forte, but I love talking with people. I love interviewing. So this is great. And some of the, I don't mind going on social media and stuff. I don't mind, but like I said, editing, and there might be some things. That's why podcasting is all encompassing. It's good for the extrovert and it's good for the introvert. There are, there are really important roles to be filled. Right on both sides of that mic. Right. And you can do it right from your own home. You never have to Ugh. leave. How oh, great is that? It, you know what? Honestly, working from home. Oh, it's the best. I have, if I have to wear my bra for more than 30 minutes, I become resentful. Right. I mean, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. telling you. Yep. And you just yep, take it off when you're done. Yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh my God. It is, it's, you know, and you can just do whatever you want. It's, if you have animals, they can be near you while you're podcasting. They usually don't. Oh yeah. A loud dog, maybe not, but cats are usually very nice. So I can be Yeah, around. I'm looking down at I'm looking down at my Siamese cat. There you right go. Now. Yeah, cats are curled great up. For that. He's curled yep, up. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's just so nice to be at home. No travel time, so you're not worrying about that. No gas. You don't have to pay for gas. So oh, many advantages. Boy. And as boomers, I'm telling you, there are a lot of boomers that need to earn a little extra money. They do. Right. They need to supplement for as long as they can so that from 60 to maybe 75, they can do something even longer if they wanted to. But let's say they only want to do 15 years. Supplement so that you can put some money aside because when you reach 80, then things get more expensive. You're in now the hospital, maybe things go wrong. Mm -hmm. Then you've got that extra money in the bank, which is really nice. This is a true great side hustle. Yes. For for the boomer. It really is. My... Actually, my only regret is that I did not do this sooner. Right, I right. should have done it sooner. Right. I would have been so much further ahead than yep. I am now. Yeah. And hey, I. But you're I'm okay. Not you're still young. Next to me, you're still <laughs> <Yeah>. young. <laughs> I'm 72, so there God you go. But, yeah. you know. but I, I even feel like I have years ahead of me. My father didn't pass away till 96. My oh, mother awesome. was much younger, but I'm already past the age she passed away. So right, right. I'm planning on living into my 90s. That's what I said. Yeah. Like if I live till 90, am I going to sit around for 30 years? That's crazy. Right, crazy. right. 
fine. If you're going to sit on the couch, you're not going to make it till 90 because you have to keep your brain active. You have to be social. You have to be active. I'm out walking every day. You have to be doing things on a constant basis. Anything you let go is going to start falling apart. So this is all part of my plan to live to 90. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you oh, go. So good. Oh my so God. Good. Well, this is great. great. Do you have any one more piece of advice that we didn't talk about that you might have for people out there for boomers? Yeah. My last, my last corporate job, I was I worked as a, a customer service rep for Apple. And it was right before the pandemic hit. Right. And I thought it was going to be great because I didn't have to talk to anyone on the phone. It was all chat. And I thought, oh, this is going to be great. (laughs) Well, as soon as the pandemic hit, every single solitary Apple store in the entire world (gasps) shut down. So I was getting getting chats from Dubai, India, UK. (sighs) I mean, you name it. You name the place. I was getting chats from them. And they were coming six at a time. That's why when you get on a chat on the computer and it's a long time before you actually get a response, they're handling a bunch of other chats at the same time. Right. So I remember my eyes just glazing over. (laughs) I pushed myself away from my desk because I worked at home, pushed myself away from my desk. I walked over to the wall and I literally pulled the plug of the computer. Oh, no. Everything went black. And... I remember I started to cry because I was so relieved that I did that. Right. And I called the help desk and I said, I don't know what happened. Everything just went black. I have no idea what happened. And they said, oh, well, we'll send you a new computer. I'm like, I couldn't say no, don't. I just had to go along with my lie, basically. But I'm telling you, right, right. So my advice is to have enough balls to pull the plug. Yes. Yes. Have enough balls to pull the damn plug. And if you don't love the job you're in now, don't wait till you're 65 to leave it. Leave it now and start a side hustle. Or start your high your side hustle while you're still working, but make the plan. I'm going to be out in a year, right? That's right. And once you, especially the podcasting management, once you start the course... And you realize, oh, my God, this is like I'm biting with all my teeth into this, like a big old sandwich. This is fantastic. Right. You really start to buoy yourself up. And it's not there's nothing stagnant about the podcasting game because things are changing all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's just a fantastic side hustle for any boomer to get into. And I hope to see you in the private Facebook group of the podcast management program. There you go. So if you're interested, you're going to go to the show notes and look up that little thing you click on to get the course. If that's what you want to do, that would be perfect. That's perfect. Yep. And where, what, where is your website? So if they want to go to the website, uh, what, what's your website? There's, there's two ways to get in touch with okay. me. My website is mouthybroadmedia.com. That's easy and to remember. That's easy. I'll, I'll tell you how I, when I first came up with the name, because it was between that and Podhead, and I didn't mind the fact that there was a little c- close connotation to right. that. I needed something with that would raise eyebrows a little yes, bit. Yes, yes. But I had one of those. Do you remember the opening of Happy Days where Fonzie takes a comb and he starts to come? Yes, and he goes, yes. Hey, no, I don't need it. This <laughs> is it. 
I had that kind of a moment when I looked in the mirror and said, Mouthy Broad Media? Oh, yeah. It was like my mother saying, oh, this is this is your name, babe. I love this the name. I love it. it. It's a perfect, and she's a redhead. For those of you who are just listening and aren't watching, she's a redhead. So it is the perfect name. You, perfect. you came up with the perfect name. I love, and it's easy so, to remember. I, so easy to remember. Mouthybroadmedia.com yep. or mouthybroadmedia at gmail.com. There you Either go. Way. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being my guest today. This was loads of fun. And I hope it starts opening the eyes of the audience so that they say, I think I can do this and they move ahead. That would be great. Oh, it's great. It's yeah. great. And you have a great day, Terry. And thank you so much for having me. Thank on. you. I will. Thank you so much. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Kick-Ass Boomers. For more information on today's guest, along with the show notes and other inspiring resources, buzz on over to kickassboomers.com. And don't forget to join our Kick-Ass community on Facebook or LinkedIn to continue the conversation. Be bold, not old.